Moncrief on News Talk. This summer, the hopes and dreams of this nation will rest upon the shoulders of our next guest. Four years ago, the rowing duo of Paula Donovan and Fintan McCarthy brought home gold from the Tokyo Olympics. This summer in Paris, we all hope they'll do the same. Looking completely unpressured by that introduction, uh, Fintan McCarthy is with us. Fintan, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, okay, so no pressure. But, no yeah. pressure at all. There you go. Nothing else will do. Uh, d- does it get, do you start to feel pressure, especially seeing you've done it once? Do you start to, does it build up as you get closer? I think um, it probably should, but at this stage, we're so, okay. yeah, we're so in, in our process and in our, in our own thing. You don't really think about, you know, other people's expectations till after. Yeah. And then it's like, okay. oh, thank God we pulled that off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, right. Okay. So, but, like, you must listen to the radio, read the papers, or you, do, you try and insulate yourself from all that stuff as well. I think, yeah, it is kind of impossible to avoid sometimes. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I think you can either get sort of freaked out and bogged down by it or let it, um, I guess, give you a sense of confidence, you know, that everyone believes in us that much. Yeah. It kind of helps you believe in yourself a bit that way. Yeah, okay. And um, so that, that's how I try and look at it anyway. <laughs> okay, well, that's, I mean, yeah, that's uh, very positive. And, like... Was it always going to be rowing for you? Because I, I read that kind of, you kind of started and thought, oh, hang on, I'm good at this. Yeah. You hadn't really expected to be good at it, no. necessarily. And I maintain I'm still terrible at sport. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think... Yes, you are. I think You're rowing, <laughs> I could beat you. <laughs> I think rowing is just one of those ones that the, the more you put into it, the more you get out. And I'm quite good, I think, at making a plan and sort of sticking to it as best as I can. And that's kind of all rowing is, really. You're just, um, I guess, planning out your improvements each week, how much you want to get better, how much training you're going to do. And I think that's my strength, rather than actually, you know, any natural talent or anything like that. But I imagine as well, though, that's like, you know, on the day when you're in a race, be it the Olympics or the World Championships or anything else, you have to kind of think on your feet to a certain extent in that conditions there might be a wind or yeah. it might be choppy or that kind of thing. A bit. I think um, we were probably so well practiced at that point that you try not to let anything like that phase you. But there will be, um, uh, I guess, we kind of assess on the day what sort of race it's going to be and what we think other people might do and and not let it affect our plan and our process, but just kind of be aware of it so yeah. that if anything does crop up during the race, then it's not going to be a huge shock and, and we're going to uh, yeah. freak out or anything. Is there, yeah, is there a little bit of homework to that extent about who you're rowing against and you know, what they tend to do or what their strategy might be? Um, a small bit. I think because we've raced them pretty much, it's all going to be the same crews this year, I think, but maybe a few changes. So... Because we've raced them so often, it's quite rare that um, anyone does things too drastically different. I think at the World Champs last year was probably the the biggest um, change in tactics from other crews we've seen, and we seem to manage it okay. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> and so what's, like, I assume, though, then, uh, you know, uh, from now until the summer, you're in a rigorous routine. Like, what's, what's a normal day for you? Yeah, um, yeah, it's pretty much all systems go. I think there's 
182 or three days left. So it's literally a big countdown to yeah. a big one now. So it's, it's usually, you know, um, upwards of five hours a day some days. We're usually doing two or three sessions a day. And, you know, you'd spend two hours on the water on the rowing machine in the morning another two hours in the evening and then maybe a weight session after that three times a week. So it's, it's, it's about 20 to 30 hours of training. So that's a full-time job, really. And yeah. do, the, do, do the two of you always get to train together? Or? Yeah, well, um, it's weather-dependent a lot of the time. Yeah. Obviously, we weren't out in the storms last week and, yeah. and things like that. But, um, we do go away to Spain a lot on, on training camps and we're pretty much in the boat together the whole time then. Yeah. You're also studying, though. What are you studying? Yeah, I'm doing a, um, a master's in performance coaching okay. in Satanta. So it's, it's quite, it's, you know, it's, it's easy for me because it's online and they're very lenient, you know, like I'm always handing <laughs> stuff in late. And <laughs> but, like, by the summer, is there a thesis you have to have completed or exams um, or, or anything like that? I think there could be, but I'll probably postpone that till after. The yeah. I'm at the Olympics is a pretty yeah, good excuse, I, think, uh, I would have thought. It, they, yeah. they might let me get away with it. Yeah. And when you're, like, you're kind of in a groove now, and you're in, in one direction, and your life is kind of, you've put a pattern on your life, when it's all over, like when Tokyo was over, yeah. did, what did you do? Um, I probably did go a bit mad for a few months. Now, you're mad <laughs> and they're mad <laughs> might be two different things. I think, yeah, that's it. Like, the loss of routine, I think it's great at first because you can go and do whatever you want and you can, you know, eat bad food and stay off late and yeah. go out and all that. But um, you mad thing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's, it's crazy stuff. Crazy, so what crazy kind of time. bad food did you eat? I mean, because, you know, there might be, because obviously you have to think about your diet yeah. a lot. So I think it's Are you wandering so past cake shops occasionally, like staring in the, drooling oh, at the window? big time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially for us during the summer, because um, we have a weight restriction in our event. Oh, so, so we actually have to make weight during the summer, so that can not be fun sometimes. Yeah. But, um, so after competition is usually... You know, there is a bit of drinking, obviously, but yeah. I think it's mainly just um, enjoying, you know, not being so restrictive and um, strict with yourself. Yeah. Is it, is it hard then that. when you have to, you know, you have that little bit of a holiday and then you have to get back into the routine again? Or is that a, a relief to you? Um, it's usually quite hard for me, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I would imagine it's hard for anyone, yeah. uh, really. And the weight thing, are, is that from now you have to worry about your weight? Or there's a certain point at which you'll have to focus on that? Well, now it's more about kind of balancing calories in and calories out and making sure we're not getting sick and uh, injured and things like that. Mm. But once it comes down to racing, you know, if you don't stand on the scales two hours before and you're 70 kilos, then you can't race. So Gosh. it's usually a couple of months before that you're kind of, you know, checking every morning and hopefully there'll be a trend downwards. Yeah. But uh, it is hard sometimes. Because, yeah. I mean, as you say, like, you're, it's goods in, goods out. You're burning a lot of calories yeah. anyway. So you kind of will need that. Yeah, at this point. And then it's just about being a bit more mindful um, of the fact that, you know, at some stage I will have to lose five or six kilos in yeah. a few months. So you kind of get away with it for as long as you can. And then um, when, it's time to, when it's time to knuckle down, it's... Get down to your fighting weight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Now, you're getting on now, so... Uh, where, where, I know. When, you, when are you going to retire? <laughs> <laughs> what, have you ever thought about that? Because, you know, obviously yeah. that's the thing about sports people. You kind of, at some point in the future... Uh, yeah. uh, given, given your master's, I assume you'd, you'd still have some sort of career mm. in sport. Well, I was, that was the idea. I don't know when I'm finished with it if I'll want to still be in sport at that stage. Mm. But I think um, rowing is, is, you know, you do see a lot of kind of older athletes still winning medals. And it's, it's short, sort of like an accumulation of, of the training, it, the kind of the better you get, the more training you've done. So mm. you can get away with extending the career a few years okay. past usual. Right. But well, I, I, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to inspire you. Um, uh, is is rate Kelly in the audience? Where's rate? There she is. Okay, so I'm just rushing down to talk to her. <laughs> Hello, how are you? I'm grand. Yeah, I, and I... I, I, I I think you're excited about what age you're going to be the, uh, oh, this gosh. year. Oh, yeah, 50. You're going to be August. 50. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, how often do you go rowing? Uh, not very much at the moment because I have an injury, but normally I would go three, four times a week. Uh, if That's at a good day, but I would try and go out at seven in the morning. Uh, right. Curric right. rowing. Yeah. And it's curric rowing, yeah. Yes. Yes. And now how would that be different to, say, what Finton is doing? Uh, well, Finton is in an Olympic boat, which is a slider boat. This is actually a canvas bottom wooden boat, uh, usually from the west of Ireland. They're handmade boats um, and they have sticks instead of oars. And, um, yep. Sticks? <laughs> yeah, and, we, and we don't have a cox. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, so you have, typically, you'd have a 26 foot wooden boat with a canvas bottom and you'd have a captain who looks behind. Um, and then you'd have number two and number three and number four then steers the boat from, uh, from the back. Right. And so you give lines. Um, so I'm part of Navoga Corkig, which is Cork Kirk Rowing Club. We have over 160 members. Today's our AGM. Our chair is actually here too, uh, Kieran. And uh, yeah, so... Um, yeah, you're going having an AGM after movies and books. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we're both officers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the treasurer. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we all noticed you didn't quite pronounce treasure properly. <laughs> Don't ask uh, me. So anyway, words. so um, would you have any uh, advice for Finton? Uh, oh God, yeah. Yeah. Row, row really hard. Yeah. <laughs> I'll rowing. do my best. Yeah. So Finton, in you know many years' time, still be winning medals when you're 50. That's uh, that's our expectation. That's the goal. You dug that hole for yourself. What we're going to do, Mary, is we're going to give you two tickets to see Take That oh. on Mossbury Park. <laughs> On June the 20th, as well as some of today's uh, Marks and Spencer's uh, wines and Thank chocolates. you very much. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Fenton, <laughs> thanks a million for coming in so to talk to us today. Thanks. And uh, well, I'll be thinking of you. Uh, Fenton McCarthy there. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.